0: Hey, what's up? Welcome to November 2nd, 2020. We are getting so close to being done. I am glad you're here. We're queer. We're queer all here. here. Getting there. I'm your host, Kat Jones, and I'm joined, as always, by my bro and sound producer and co-host, Mick G.
1: Getting there, as in uh, we're finally done with this election cycle? Is that what you mean?
0: Oh, is that too? Getting there with 2020. Oh, with 2020. And elections.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. No, uh, I, I'm trying to shut out the elections. You know what I've already voted? It's out of my hands. It's
1: true. <laughs> yeah, true. Except for, is. like,
0: yelling about it on Facebook.
1: Which doesn't help.
0: I do have a plan, though. Anyone I find out who votes third party, I'm going to punch them.
1: Uh, don't Sound punch
0: them. I'm going to punch them.
1: Plus, that further incentivizes people to not talk about who they voted for.
0: Right, you don't want to make martyrs. Uh, yeah. I want to make a martyr. What? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So, I just got through watching half of The Conjuring with one of my paranormal podcast Facebook groups, and I've never seen The Conjuring, and I'm terrified of all scary movies, so uh, Nathan is going to get home at some point. He's bowling right now, and I might scream, so McGee may or uh, may not be able well, to cut that out.
1: <laughs> that'll be cool.
0: <laughs> if I do. Yeah. That'll be fun.
1: I've always that thought movie scary movies something. are some sort of, like, scam, but um, if I you like it, then you a... like it, you know? like.
0: I don't like it, but I watched it just because it's with a group of people I trust, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I just, like, I don't know. I did watch all of Bly Manor in one day, and then I watched The Haunting of Hill House in a day and a half, and those are really good huh. and scary. Anyway, so those are scary things. Hmm. Um, I- Are you doing your thing today, McG?
1: Yeah. Um today was cool because or well um on the date of this recording so yesterday um we're recording this November 1st. Yeah. So uh, on the 1st I um in our uh call groups Barbara Bolier came and visited us. She gave us a speech for about 10 15 minutes. So that was that was pretty neat to be in a Zoom group with her. Um that is our um Democratic Senator Candidate who I need y'all to vote for.
0: Is she polling better than she was before?
1: Um, yeah, it's been. I mean, it's been back and forth. It's definitely gonna be a close race, but she is. Yeah. Polling well, you know. It's uh, okay. it's gonna come down to the last few votes. That's for sure. Um, yeah. Before we we uh voter intimidation. We've lost our district by twenty votes before, like. Um, and it's always a very small number. Um it's it's all it's always a lot closer than people would think Kansas would be, you know. And so that would have lost
0: the governor to the um third party votes. So we had Brown back for however many extra years until he went to be the religious what like liaison to God knows what. We had him. For that long, because people voted third party. And like, yes, we need more than two parties, but you can't vote your conscience when you have Trump or Brownback or whatever. Like, Kerry, eh, you could have voted that way. Obama, you could have voted third party. There are plenty of chances, but not when it's like this. This got Correct. really political I, for yeah, four I suppose minutes.
1: Yeah, so. um, I mean that's I mean, we'll just have that be my shout-out, is that... Um, Just go to kansasdems.org. There's a volunteer button there, and it's uh, uh, very simple and easy if you want to help for the last day or two. Um, And voting
0: is so easy. It's so easy to vote in person. I don't know if it will be on the poll day, but when I went, like – there was no line. It was like half an hour So there's still
1: plenty of time. Well, there's one day left. There is the day that this airs. You can go out and do early polling, which will save you lines. It's going to probably be pretty busy on the 3rd and full of, uh, well, the majority will be Republicans uh, because they, mm-hmm. you know, their whole thing is uh, we're going to win on Election Day and they want to vote on Election Day and stuff like that. Um
0: well, not to be a, not to be a. Well, no, this is information everyone needs. I just saw an article about, and I get, didn't get a chance to read it. It was about how these people, I think in Kentucky, were going to vote early. They were like having like a peaceful march or something on the way to vote early, and like people assaulted them with like pepper spray and and stuff like that, like Where to keep that? them from voting. I think it's Kentucky. Yeah. I would look it up, but I put my phone on uh, airplane mode while I'm recording. Yeah,
1: there's uh, terrible stuff happening everywhere. Um, our streets yeah, are and, being uh, taken there's... over by Nazis. Uh,
0: and there's still a lot of people who are keeping black people from voting. So, like, right. if you have They're to...
1: very. Um, uh, being on this uh, phone bank thing, I've heard some very unsettling things. There was one lady who didn't know... She said she didn't know she was allowed to vote. Uh, and it was an elderly... It was, a like, a 60-year-old lady. Not, like, um, old enough...
0: Is she not allowed to drive? Is that why she? not? Uh, she
1: wasn't old enough to have, like, a uh, kind of... Um, like, disability or anything. Maybe it's possible she's a, a, a felon. That could be a reason. She thought she couldn't vote, I which like, means she... Couldn't vote, but, but that didn't make sense be, to me because uh, we got we got her registered and she voted Democrat. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Get rid of felons not being able to vote.
1: Right? Yeah. Or just the whole Stop it. There- criminal justice system is screwed up. It is uh, it is modern slavery and there's nothing more that if can you be said about that I, there are if unvi- you can't be
0: denied sorry uh,
1: for to be in to be denied your rights to vote to um any of your um amen, any of your rights that are there for you um this is being taken from nonviolent offenders people that we have if if we haven't killed them we've arrested them for having plants so it's just uh well, I, I don't even know where to go with that um,
0: well, and what I'm saying is, if if employers are not allowed to discriminate when it comes to hiring based on, like, felonies, even though they do, there's no reason that you should be unable to vote. I think because they are taxes.
1: allowed to discriminate, but... Um,
0: well, not the things I've signed. Everything I've signed is, like, you're not allowed to, but whatever. Interesting. Everything I've worked for has been, like nationwide i don't know um so that's been eight minutes of just political rambling do we want to well, get into the story
1: yep let's do it
0: all right 1999 not when the song came out but when the song was about we were all freaking out about y2k and gather around Youngsters, and let me tell you about this thing called Y2K, where we all thought the world was going to end. And uh, I remember mom and dad hoarded a lot of water.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I remember that differently. That was the
0: only thing they did. Di- I remember like oh. everyone else, yeah. like what like water, uh, canned goods, toilet paper. All mom and dad got was water. And I remember asking dad why he had water, and he was like, "It's just a good idea to have water." <laughs> Right, yeah, I don't know,
1: maybe they, um, hit us from the concern, if they actually had concern, but it didn't seem like they really did at all, um, I, I spent the night at a friend's house that night, um, I remember writing, I, I found a story that, a short story I'd written that day in, uh, you know, third, fourth grade, or however old I would have been, fifth grade, maybe, um. And it was just about um, some Pokemon game that we had played. There was no reference to Y2K at, at all, like, yeah. not even on my mind. It was just some nut jobs that uh, had had stored a bunch of stuff because they thought a bunch of nines were going to turn into zeros.
0: Well, if you want to listen to a good – if you want to get a good rundown of that – um the You're Wrong About podcast has a really good episode on Y2K. But what I remember of it is that my friends, uh, John and Rayner and I, had to go around to every single classroom in elementary school and put, like, these disks into every computer. And they trusted us. We were, like, fourth or fifth graders. They trusted us to go around by ourselves every single classroom. And all I remember <laughs> is being in the principal's office the next day one of my friends, I'm not going to say who, was just sobbing. And I remember saying, whatever it is, I'll take the rap for it. It's okay. I'll do it. And uh, <laughs> it turns out that like we had adjusted one of the chairs because we were spinning around in the chairs because of what, you know? Right. We had yeah. free so we reign. And uh, we, we almost killed a teacher Ooh. because she, she was not expecting that chair to be like that. So uh, I don't think anything happened. Mom and dad might have been called, but...
1: Wait, basically because yeah. she the only time sat I down wrong on this. the chair? She didn't look at the chair before she sat down?
0: Well, no, you know how, like, a spinny chair, like, it looks, it, it no matter what, it kind of looks normal, but then if it's, like, you know, if the the handle thing is, you know, so that you lean back and it just, like, flips or whatever, you know? Oh.
1: A fancy spinny So I think chair. she
0: probably, yeah, I think she probably flipped over backward was probably the thing. So anyway... <laughs> This is the summer of 1999, and some UMC members, which is the United Methodist Church members, Robert Carroll and Russell Elens, they want to take a summer vacation with their adoptive son Kenyon. And shout out to my friend Kenyon. Do not look up Kenyon on Urban Dictionary. So anyway. It was, a, it was the United Methodist Campground Association, and it was 140 years old at the time. It was a campground where Methodists would, like, congregate to hear preaching, and they went camping in tents for, like, two weeks, and it was kind of like a revival thing that, like, the, was it, Baptists do, I think, and it was sort of like um, Camp Chippewa, which is what McGee and I used to go to, except I think it was for adults, um... Um, And I guess some people had cabins there that they owned or that they had, like, timeshares with or rented, that kind of thing. And it was a really close community, and it was really close-minded community. Um, Like, um, they attacked a woman named Nanette who owned one of the cottages. Um, She had suggested making the community more integrated because it was mostly white, and so they, like, attacked her. And I'm not sure... I looked up what attacked means, just said attacked, so I assume it was just like the way Methodists attack people, which is just like whispering about them behind their back and (laughs) whatever. Um, So when Bob and Russell rented the cabin, Bob began hearing rumors that at a meeting of the camp's social organization, a man stood up and had accused him of being a pedophile and said they don't want um, you know, gay people to be here renting a cabin for the summer because they're pedophiles. And oi. um then can't
1: what I just said oi. What do you say?
0: Yeah. And then candle candlelight vigils were held because God was grieving that there were homosexuals on the campground. Do you say vigils or vigils? Vigils. Yeah, it's vigils. What it? I keep hearing on podcasts all the time everyone's like, Yeah, they had a vigil. And I'm like, what he- not a word. Huh. So they had these candle night vigils because God was mourning. Um, and so then, for the next summer, for some reason, they wanted to go and rent a cabin again. And I'm like, what? so that I mean, that's just gotta be an act of defiance, right? That's just gotta be like, screw y'all, whatever. Um, but they were turned down this year. They were not allowed to rent a cabin, and this was a bridge too far for Nanette. So she sent letters to the actual bishop, to, like, their bishop, and she gave the keys to her cabin, the cabin that she and her husband owned. She gave those keys to Bob and Russell, and then she put a pink neon sign in her window that said, Reconciling Cottage, Gays, Lesbians, Bisexuals, and Transgenders Welcome. All right, so the association said that the owners own the cottages, but the association owns the land, like McDonald's. So the board could sell the cottage if they didn't follow the rules. So long story short, the church took the cottage because they would rather, like, take away this person's cottage than let, you know, gay people stay there, which I don't understand because if they own the land... But not the cottage. How do they take the cottage?
1: Cause uh, they own the land.
0: So if you own the land, you can take the cottage, even though you don't own the cottage.
1: I'm um, pretty sure. I I don't
0: I don't know how franchising works. I guess I don't know. Uh, but longer story short, in an inquest, the camp was whining that they were being disruptive and violating rules, but like a UMC committee said, like absolutely not. And they required them to remove the U- the UMC, the United Methodist Church, name, insignia, logo, and material from the campground. And so they got shut down so hard just because they wouldn't let this one gay couple in. Which is, in my opinion, the spirit of the United Methodist Church. And apparently our elders disagree with that. And they can... Go be whatever they're gonna be now. I'm not sure what they're gonna be. Do you know?
1: I don't know. I don't. I don't care about them at all, really. It like to, to really to break it down. were are What we're, were we on Y Y2K a second ago? <laughs>
0: we were. We this was. I was setting it up. This happened in 1999. Okay. So this was leading up to Y2K.
1: Huh
0: I was giving some context. I don't know what the UMC was like in 1999. Were we in church in 1999? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. So we're in the middle of a schism, but that's cool. You have any? Yeah. Got any ideas about the schism, McG? No, no. No. Like care. I've no I've comment. paid
1: no attention to it at all. Like they're not in my sphere of of caring about.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the only reason I know anything about it is because we're we're breaking up over the fact that um, the head of the church says that we can't have gay marriage and, and like gays aren't really accepted or anything. And so we're all like, no. And so now we're splitting off because we're right. So that is my story about how the UMC kind of had land like McDonald's, <laughs> and was terrible for a while. How about that, McG? All do right. you want to do social media
1: today? Sure thing. So, uh, Facebook.com, uh, slash, or well, I guess, uh, slash Queer All Year Pod uh, is what you need to search for there to get to that. Um, and we also have a group that's called the Queer All Year Mafia.
0: Mafia.
1: Um. Really, the most important thing is if you give us a five-star rating or review on either iTunes, Spotify, or whatever podcast listening device thing that you uh, have.
0: They're coming up with a new word for that, and I can't remember it, but it's much better than podcatcher.
1: That's what I like. Um, so, uh, also, uh, Twitter and Instagram, we're queer all year pod on there. Um, Patreon, which is our, uh, you know, premium stuff. There is blink, uh, ringtones, bloopers, uh, videos, music, bonus episodes, and more on there. So that's patreoncom queerallyear And once again, if you could give us a five-star rating and review, we would extremely appreciate it.
0: That would be awesome. Alright, have an awesome day, and remember to keep open hearts, open minds, and open doors.